Yeah, I'm going to read, but now, there was no domestic violence or abuse in Israel then. Do you know why? Why? Because Exodus 21, 23 says, but if there's serious injury, you are to take life for life, hmm. eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hmm. hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. So if you were to touch your wife then, the same thing would be done to you. Hmm. So that had settled the issue of domestic violence and at abuse the at mm. the time. Because you cannot touch an Israelite man or woman, the exact same thing will be done to you. So there was no physical... Attending that part yes. Of, yes. So that was why you will find that the Bible is silent on domestic violence or abuse. Mm. Only in the book of Proverbs 21.19, where Solomon said, It is better to dwell in the wilderness than in the house with a nagging and contentious woman. Mm. The issue here now is the Jewish divorce. Now, it is important you know that the Bible is a summation of Jewish history. So the divorce here was the Jewish divorce, which originated from Deuteronomy 24.1, which gives a man free hand to divorce for whatever reason, which made women more like commodities to be traded you know you can for no reason you could say you are no longer interested because you found a weakness or something you do not like or she fell out of favor now importing the jewish religion into another that is sorry the jewish custom of divorce into our own contemporary custom and christianity you see, if a man beats a woman here, they don't beat the man back. If the woman beats a man here, they don't do it. But that was what they did in Israel. So they had settled their domestic violence, but we had not. We, we, we. So you cannot now bring in that law because what happens to the abuser? Nothing. So there is already someone getting away with grievous bodily harm. But when you now bring a system where a man has no, no need, do you understand? We just, I don't like you again. You are going too old. The way you walk, Seth, you know. And then I can divorce you for whatever reason. Then you now bring it here. That when a man beats a woman, you keep telling them, you know, God hates divorce. It was the Jewish system of divorce that the Bible was referring to because they gave no reason to the man and it is here in Matthew he said can you div uh, divorce your wife for any Imagine. and every reason that should show you that that was their custom now let me leave that and go I want to talk now about the attitude of Christ to the divorced I'm going somewhere here when you look at John chapter 4, there was a story of the Samaritan woman who Christ came and sat on the well and said, give me water to drink. And the woman said, what do you have with me? You Jews, why are you talking to the Samaritan? Because you people have no dealings with us. People did not know that after the death of King Solomon, the kingdom of Israel split into the southern kingdom, that is the kingdom of Judah, and the northern kingdom, that is Samaria. So Samaria was 
also a kingdom in Israel, but they were the northern and southern, and there was this fratas between both of them. So this woman, the Samaritan woman, was also a Jew. People thought or think that they are from another race. They are also Jews. Now, this is the problem. When uh, Christ got here and in verse 18 says the woman answered I have no husband Jesus said to her thou hast said well I have no husband because thou hast had five husbands and the man that you have you have now is not your husband five husbands that means she was divorced five times you know the funny thing the woman replied, I, I perceive you a prophet. And verse 20 says, Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you say it is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, the hour comes when you shall neither in this mountain or in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know, for salvation is... Mm -hmm. Jesus now said something astounding in verse 23. He said, But the hour comes and now is when the true worshippers of God will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeks such to worship him. And Jesus said, I know when the Messiah comes, he will tell us these things. And look at this, John 4 verse 26, which is the highlight of everything. Jesus said, I that speak to you am he. That is the only person in the Bible that Jesus showed, told that I am the Messiah. Remember, the disciples of John came, are you the one or should mm. we look for another? Mm. He didn't answer. When uh, these people came, some call you Elijah, some call you, he did not say, I am the one. He asked, who do you say I am? Peter said, I believe he's, he did not say, I am. The only person Christ revealed himself to was a woman who had been divorced five times. Everything the woman kept saying, Jesus kept bringing her back that worship. There is a time when you will not worship here or there. God wants people that will worship him in spirit and truth. Now Jesus set the precedent here that it is your worship we need. We don't need your status. Okay. She was divorced five times. Jesus did not accuse her and say you cannot do this because you are a divorcee. The way we look down on divorces and women that have separated and men that are separated. Jesus kept on and said, I that speak to you am he. He revealed himself to her. He, she is the only one in the scripture that Jesus personally revealed himself to as the Messiah. The woman then left her port and went her way. You know the funny thing? The woman's name at the point of meeting Jesus is unknown, but he was later baptized 14, that is P-H-O-T-I-N. Do you know? After her encounter with Jesus, it was said in history that she brought so many to the Christian faith and she discipled equal to the apostles hmm. to the extent that it got the attention of Emperor Nero, who was the emperor in Rome, who ordered that she be brought before him to answer for her faith. She suffered many tortures and died as a martyr after being thrown into a dry well. Every fourth Sunday after the Passover, it is known as the Sunday of the Samaritan woman in Israel. 
she is also celebrated uh, on the fourth Friday of every Lent in Mexico where schools and businesses give out fruits and drinks in the name of the Samaritan woman now this is the point where I am going to with all this how can some of you now say because a person is divorced or separated they can no longer serve God in the capacity of a pastor or a worker in the church. Meanwhile, this woman who had been divorced five times was used by God to the extent that in history she was known as the greatest female evangelist, the Samaritan woman. God used her more than any other and every other. But now because you are separated or divorced, not by your own choice, maybe because you married wrong, maybe because of the hardship, irreconcilable differences, the violence, the abuse, the malice, the jealousy drove you out. And then in your church, you are told you cannot serve in the capacity as a worker or in an organization. They will have a dinner because you are separated or divorced. They, they treat you different. The Samaritan woman, let it remind you that that was the woman who God used as an evangelist the most in the New Testament, not in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. She was equal to the apostles and she died the deaths of the apostles, thrown down a dry well. Uh, it is a shame on any church or any institution that tells a separated man or woman that they cannot be workers. I married a divorcee and when I married her, she was going to the biggest church and she was told to step down from her worker role because she ran away from an abusive marriage. Now, her marriage broke her back. Her marriage left her with one tube. Her marriage had led to so much beatings that even 20 years after her marriage and remarried to me, I'm still taking her to the hospital to treat injuries she sustained in her marriage 18 years ago. But no, they say she cannot serve because she had the boldness to leave. She left with a pair of slippers, Iro and Buba and 200 Naira. She did not have a place to go. Do you understand? It is a shame on any and every institution that would tell men and women that are separated that they cannot work, especially in the house of God. You know, it is very funny because the church cannot be God, but the idea of man and the doctrine of man, church is for worship and salvation. If persons divorced and separated, if they are divorced and separated it is not your business because it is between them and God are you the one that died for them are you the one that gave your son for them so how can it be that you would determine whether they can walk in their own father's house but the truth is that it is not their father's house really it is the pastor's house it is the elder's house that is why he can determine who will walk and who will not walk just because or by virtue of separation and divorce you start treating them as if they are different. I tell people that go to organizations like this, stop going there, what is your problem? If it is Bible study, just as we have done this morning, come, we will all sit down and study the Bible and worship God together. God is not tied to a house, God is not tied to a building. God, we are the church, the church is not a building, do you understand? Without us yeah. in the church, there is no church. It is a real shame. 
and this issue of keeping people in abusive marriages telling them they cannot leave go back i was telling you a story three months ago in uh, uh, what was it? Um, i got a call a lady she's 24 years old married to a man that's 27 years old the man does she's a hairdresser but before she makes anybody's hair, she has to tell her husband that she wants to make this person's hair. The husband did not allow her to get a shop, but would insist that she makes the hair right in front of the house. That is by the door of the Apollo, as in to enter there, that is where she will put. So how many people can come and say, ah, you, you don't have the, why would I come to your house and be sitting down? So she couldn't do business. So one day the man was gone and somebody came and said, please do my hair as she was making the hair. This man came in and saw her making a hair. And the fight was, you did not tell me that you wanted to make somebody's hair. As in, she cannot, she has to tell him, if you are coming, I want to make, and if he doesn't like you, she's not going to make. And that was where the fight started. Called her inside, beat her to the extent that he took the plasma TV and broke on her. She passed out. And he went to the kitchen and brought a turning spoon, Omaruku opened her legs and shoved it in. They had to rush her to the hospital because she, she was totally unconscious, she fainted. The doctor had to use a pipe to get out urine and all that. But the next day, here comes clergy saying, uh, he has come to apologize, you know, go back to the house. Of course, I had the man, when the matter came, I asked the man, I 27 years old, I said, what did she do? He said in Yoruba, Obi Minuni. Ah. I said, Obi <laughs> The father, the mother, all of them were there. People had prevailed on the father and eh, forgive. But do you know if this girl will be able to give birth again after he shoved? Do you know what Omorogun is? What you used to turn away do? But then they say, stay. Because God hates divorce. God hates Jewish divorce. The Jewish culture of divorce because there was no uh, there was no guideline it depended on the feeling of a man at his whim at his caprice he can say he's not doing and that was why when jesus said except for adultery that was the only vice in society then there was no domestic abuse or violence because exodus 2 had settled it if you touch anybody the, the same thing you do eye for an eye burn for burn wound for wound foot for foot will be done to you so you couldn't really touch anything but, but don't you think that um, just because i mean exodus had settled that new testament also said when they slap your one cheek you turn the other cheek was now a thing i mean couple so you know you are I, i'm just saying are, how can I, i'm not deviating you I'm trying to, marry mm, a person you marry I'm trying to say maybe that's why they believe that you should do you know all right you should do what in fact, come, let me slap you. So that you don't <laughs> That's domestic violence. I, I can't marry you and then slap you and be telling you to mm. turn the other cheek. You know, it doesn't make sense. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am. This is a domestic violence and abuse awareness month. Hmm. If you are in abuse, you need to speak up. People are dying before their time. I can't even tell you what is going on. You know, I have stories that if you come to my office, I don't, you know, I was at the state CID. I work with them. They are the gender unit. And the two IC looked at me and said, how do you sleep that I, as a police officer, cannot see this? 
what people are going through and then you now start putting what you did not even research to see that this is not the kind of divorce that Jesus was referring to. He was referring to the Jewish custom of divorce which held everything to be at the discretion and at the feeling of a man.